Welcome to another episode of Unshakable Marriage Podcast, where we have real conversations to take your relationship to the next level. Welcome. On today's episode, we're going to talk about our love journey, how we met, when we met. We're also going to discuss our the earlier days our courtship and our marriage. We will talk also about our first five years. <laughs> and um, yeah, I hope you guys will enjoy it. Do you remember when we met? We actually went to the same high school. You were my senior there. And well, we are not high school sweethearts. But um, I do remember knowing you really from high school. And I think you are better with this than I am, but our first official meeting, we were introduced by a mutual friend, Patience Mabaso, and this was, I believe, in 99, in the, um, around the Easter conference. This was when, yeah, 1998, if my memory serves me well, <laughs> during an Easter conference in our church. So that was our first official meeting. Yeah, so from from the time I saw you in 1996 in church, I were never introduced. We never really spoke until the we had an it was an Easter conference in 1998 mm-hmm. where patients introduced us. Uh, I knew patients from school once again because we we sang together in school, but patients was also your friend. Yeah, she was my best friend. <laughs> So it was during the Easter conference that he introduced us. Mm-hmm. Um, after that introduction, we never spoke, never saw each other again until in in we met again in Pretoria in 1999 on the first week of uh, Feb. Mm-hmm. Yes, I remember that because we had just come to university and um, uh, you were going to get a bus to go to school. So I met you. It was early in the morning. Yeah. I was also <laughs> waiting to take my own bus to go to, yeah, I was in a to hurry. school. Yeah. <laughs> and you just peeled off from a queue there and said, hello, we meet again. And yes, because yeah. I saw someone that I've, uh, I've known before. And uh, since that 1996 encounter... <laughs> so i thought um, this he has an opportunity now to get to 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 know you even much closer and much better and then i came to you i greeted you and then we we then discussed quickly about church yeah i was fairly new in the city and i did not know where to go to church where to find a church and you know i was looking for bookstores around and you know i just did not have really a guide around so i was just glad to see someone i remotely knew (laughs) who i could ask around you know where do you find this and that and you happen to be that person yeah so for me it was now my second year here so i knew my way around and then uh, we introduced, you told me where you're staying, and I actually discovered that you don't stay far. <laughs> it was actually a block away it from where we It was just almost live. a block away from where I was staying. And um, 
yeah, that that was also a great meeting <laughs> and a very important one. Um, and then you know, from there, I then invited you to church because you hadn't found uh, a place of worship. So I invited you to church because I knew that you were someone who was very committed in church. You were serving in church. I invited you because I knew that you would find a place where you can serve. And you did not come, did not respond to that invitation for three weeks. <laughs> you, you, you did not show up. And, and then you decided to come to church. I think it was the end of Feb, or last week of Feb, or it was the first week of Feb in 1999. Yes. Came with my good friend, Anna, at the time, and came to see the church and I think you spent the next six months trying to convince me to stay in that church because it was widely different from the church back at home. So I was struggling to fit in and you spent that time really trying to say, oh no, there are so many things you can do here. You can just plug in the choir. There's so many things you can be a part of. It's a great community. Eventually, uh, it grew on me. And that gave us an opportunity to spend more time together, serving together in church and, you know, doing so many things. And little did I know, um, our friendship will blossom into something greater. Yeah, we we served together in church after me convincing you very hard (laughs) to to stay. You worked very hard at it. Because... (laughs) The, the culture of the church where we were was uh, very different from what we had known. Now, back home, we were in the same high school, mm-hmm. even though I did not know you then. And we were also in the same church, even though I also only saw you in, uh, in December 1996. Um, and then... There was a culture there that we came from, you know, a different way of doing things compared to where we were. And I had been here now for some time, and um, I wanted you to come. And then you came, and then we were in the same chapel. Then we formed a choir because, uh, I mean, if you're a youth, you really had to be in the choir. <laughs> <laughs> So if we form the choir... And that is not to say we are best singers at all. <laughs> no, not me. But I, 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 I do not know. I never knew how to sing. <laughs> but I could beg those who can sing. Yeah. And uh, also, uh, but I was able to also form the choir. And the choir was part of the chapel work that we're doing. And we, we would meet uh, every Tuesday, chapel meetings, and then uh, with a lot of other students, and I was I was actually the leader of the chapel, and uh, it was a, a great time of serving. And like you said, it was a time when we I then got to know you even much better, and then we sort of cultivated a friendship, you know, from there. And um, slowly, I began to see you differently. (laughs) (laughs) I must admit, that snuck up on me. (laughs) I remember a roommate of mine used to tell me, I think this guy really likes you. And I said, no, he is a good friend of mine. 
you know we are home buddies and it's it, it, it's all holy holy <laughs> nothing yeah. sinister so i did not see that coming but what i really enjoyed about that period is two things we were really into what was happening in the church we were really into worshiping god you know that was genuine we we, we genuinely both loved god and we genuinely also enjoyed each other's company and i think those are the elements that you know worked at bringing us much closer and and closer to each other over time because we were sort of joined together but by our love for god and by our serving as well in the church and the fact that you know we were happy together <laughs> and i i think also the fact that we shared that background even though it was not a background where we knew each other it, it it might have played a role to say hey here's my homie you know and uh, it gave me an excuse to try to you know to to gravitate towards you more than others <laughs> <laughs> because you were my homie and um, and then slowly like i'm saying you know i began to see you differently and you know from the time that i took a decision that no i think you 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 are the one i think now i'm actually in love with this lady to the to the time from the time that i i decided that you know this is it to the time that i actually told you it it, it was almost about 6 uh, 7 months because i just wanted to be sure <laughs> okay. Yeah, because I knew that if I'm going to have anything, you know, any relationship with someone, it has to lead to marriage. I was not definitely going to do it with anybody else. And that um that continued until the 3rd of of August, the 3rd of August in in 2000. that is when we actually started our courtship you know and um, <clears throat> there are two things we 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 did you know when when we when we started the, the our courtship firstly we said to ourselves um we are going to subject this this relationship because now this relationship was now exclusive it was no longer open it had elements of uh, privacy not secrecy really but it you know because it is now is now a courtship where we openly had uh, discussed the possibility of us getting married in the near future yeah. and that was actually important to both of us so a pastor got to know to know about it and um our parents shortly after got to know about it our friends and you know our circle basically they got to know about it and you know this was one of the things advised by our church um, leadership if you're in a courtship to do you know for safety so that you keep all things in the clear in the open and you know as as the scripture advises there should not be an appearance of sin <laughs> you know so when things are all in the open everybody knows 
what is going on, then there is safety in that. We were quick, you know, once we, we started our courtship to inform our parents. The parents were the first ones that we informed. We actually had to travel home mm -hmm. in a different province to let them know that this is where we are. That now, as it were, we are now an item. And then we also informed our our pastors that we we are now in a in a courtship uh, because we, we we wanted it to be to be guided by parental and spiritual authority, and it is very important, I believe to to do that and this is a great advice for anybody who's starting a courtship let your parents and let your pastors know wh where you are because uh, those who have traveled the route ahead of you would would know better where the bumps are and then advise you so that you don't fall in the ditch And we did that um, from from 2000, and then um, come 2002, we 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 got married. Mm, had a wedding then. Could yeah. have been a year earlier. <laughs> My dad objected. <laughs> yes. He was like, "No, you need to turn 21 first. Yeah, let's talk um, about that. Let's yeah. talk about that. Um, when we started the courtship. You were 19 years old. Yes. And I was 22 years old when you started the courtship. Now, I was ready to marry. I mean, no, you were just working, started a new job at that point, I think. Yes, I had just started working. Uh, so, I mean, I was ready to, to get married. But then your dad said no. We, we we should wait until you turn 21 before we pursue that, uh, which is advice that we respected. And then we waited. And then in 2002, you turned 21 in June, mm -hmm. and we, we planned the wedding. And then in October, 5 October, we got married. Yes. And it was a happy day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a great day. Mm. I was looking forward to that day and that night and the <laughs> days to come. <laughs> yeah. um, and then we, we, we got married. And then um, we spent the first five years of our marriage. Um, it was just you and I. No children yet. No children. We... We enjoyed each other's company. We we build we we build and we we build ourselves emotionally. There we grew emotionally during that time, and we also served very intensely in the church as well. Because um, one of the things that was talked was talked about when we were in the youth ministry was that there's a danger of many young people who are very passionate for God before they get married. And once they get married, they become diplomatic and really cold and they move away from God. That was not our story. No, no. We continue to serve and I think with the same passion, if not more, 
um, after we got married. And really, we spent mo- most of our time doing that, and we absolutely loved it. And the next five years after that, we spent that five years birthing children. We have four children, and all of them were birthed within five years. So that became a very busy period. Yes, it was. It was. It was very busy. Four children in five years. They are eighteen months apart. Yeah, eighteen, eighteen, and fourteen months. Eighteen, eighteen, and fourteen. Um, yes, those are the children that we that we've got, and now we are now parents. And um, with the coming of children, now we could not we could no longer go everywhere we wanted to go. <laughs> <laughs> we could no longer serve in every possible way that we we, we had done before. It was now a new season for us. Our conversations changed as well. Yes, the type of conversations we are having changed. You know, we now began to talk about nappies, <laughs> and baby milk, and um, all the things that has to do with children, dates, doctor appointments. Oh, man. Then we were introduced to the, the crutch, um, oh, daycare nannies, daycare nannies, and and all of that, but that was now a, a different season, but it it's a great time. Yes, you know I think for the for for a good six years in that season, you and I were like zombies. You know we were not having enough sleep, and we were constantly exhausted, and. It did not look like this period would ever pass. Yeah. <laughs> we love our children daily, but that was very, very exhausting. And we we have, you know, gone through that season of our marriage. And, you know, we, we, we listen to couples a lot when we are um, doing counseling with them. All these seasons, that's why we named this, this podcast Unshakable Marriage, all of these seasons, they come to add something wonderful, but also they come with their own challenges, and you need to know how to navigate through all of it. Yeah. One of the advices that we got when we got married is that before we bring children into the marriage, we need to have uh, come to a point where we are able to uh, have a heated fellowship you know, or conflict <laughs> um, without it uh, affecting the children negatively. Uh, we should be able to actually have an argument, if it's an argument, <laughs> but, you know, remain intact afterwards and be able to resolve it in a very matured and measured way. And I think by the time we brought children into it, we, we five were, years later. Five years later, yeah. we were now able to <laughs> to do that very well. Yeah. Yeah. So that was actually a, a time of, of growth for us as well, that five years without children. We grew spiritually, we grew emotionally, and we also were able to develop ourselves in as much as we could. And we learned about the next season, which, you know, involved children as much as we could. Yeah. 
from 10 years of our marriage up to to date 20 years later you know now children are going to school and you know i find in recent times you know it's about school extracurricular activities you know still our lives are busy <laughs> you know and the next phase we will have is empty nesters people say it's horrible but hey i think we are looking forward to it yes because um We've been there before. We started by um, empty nesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we enjoyed that. We enjoyed that. We enjoyed our time together, and we still do. Uh, so it would be a great time for us. It it is gonna be um, in our in our memories. You know, there's a point of reference to it because we've been there. We we can imagine how it would be. It was wonderful when we did not have children and we look forward to it being wonderful again when, you know, they've, they've grown themselves out of the house. Yeah. And they're all wonderful. We love them to bits. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's great. Yeah. Guys, this is um, our, love, our love journey. Hope you've, you've In enjoyed a it. In a nutshell. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Unshakable Marriage Podcast. Be sure to join us when we bring you our next episode. If you enjoy the podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate and support it by clicking the link on the episode notes. Until next time.